Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Hi there. Today is Thursday, January the 13th. This is the Illuminated Word, and I am David McLean. Our reading today is going to come from Acts chapter 2, and we'll read verses 36 through 41. We need to remember that this is uh, the, the very end of the sermon that Peter preaches on the day of Pentecost when he stands up and he tells his Jewish audience about Jesus. When he starts talking about Jesus uh, from Nazarene. He was the man uh, pointed out to you by God with miracles, wonders, and signs. And he goes through talking about Jesus. And then he, then he starts you know, really um, challenging them by telling them, uh, he brings up David. Hey, you know, you, you love David. David is one of the heroes of your faith, the patriarch David, uh, but he is dead and buried. Uh, you know, all these heroes of your faith are gone, but the one that was left was Jesus. And then he says, right in verse 36, therefore, let all the house of Israel know with certainty that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified both Lord and Messiah. And when they heard this, they came under deep conviction and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what must we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. And with many other words he testified and strongly urged them, saying, Be saved from this corrupt generation. So those who accepted his message were baptized. And that day, about 3,000 people were added to them. So again, this was a very challenging sermon, uh, you know, for Peter to stand up and say, uh, you know, hey, I'm, I'm proclaiming to you the Messiah. I'm telling you who he is. Oh, and by the way, you had him killed. Uh, it's very uh, very challenging, you know. And Peter told the crowd that Jesus was crucified. Um, you know, according at least in, in an eternal sense, it was according to the plan of God. But he also told it from an earthly perspective. You know, his crucifixion happened at the hands of those who rejected him. But it was also the plan of God for this to happen. You know, in Scripture there is often an apparent tension between the sovereignty of God. And that's the fact that He is all powerful and in full control over history, and then all of humanity's responsibility for sin, the fact that, that we choose to sin. And, and ultimately, we know that God is never blamed for sin, and people are always responsible for the sins that they commit. Well, that's what Peter is proclaiming to them, that this was God's plan. Even David foretold this, the prophets foretold this, this was God's plan. But this happened at your hands, like your sins, your rejection of the Messiah. I think that's important for him to start out with by telling them not to make them feel guilty. You know, and, I, and I know they were, you know, it says they were, uh, they came under deep conviction. They were pricked to the heart. They were cut to the, to the heart. And they asked, what should we do? The reason I think that Peter goes through and tells them, you know, about how important Jesus was and about what they did, why it was their responsibility, because when he says, I think that just brings the impact of verse 38, when he says, repent and be baptized, each of you in the name of, of Jesus Christ. This Jesus whom you crucified, you put him up there, you rejected him, you did all that stuff that happened to him. That, that was your fault. You did that. But 
Repent and be baptized in the name of the one that you killed. That just that makes that statement so much more impactful. And, and being baptized in the name of the one that you crucified will bring about forgiveness for your sins. Peter's sermon here is filled with the grace of God and filled with the love of Christ. That Jesus, it was God's plan that Jesus would come and die. And even though you had a hand in it, even though you are the one who put him up there and you rejected him, the Messiah that you've been waiting for, for thousands of years. The good news is that you can find forgiveness through the one that you killed. That's how much you are loved. I mean, the conviction was was there. You know, the conviction of what they had done. They were cut to the heart. And we, and we see him pleading with the apostles, asking if there's any hope for, for these people who committed such an awful crime against Jesus. And then they're told, yeah, absolutely, there is hope. You find hope through the one that you killed. And then they tell them to do something on the authority of and trusting the power of the very one you had rejected. I mean, I just I want that to settle in in our minds. Growing up Church Christ, I always heard Acts 2.38. That was the go-to. How are you saved? Repent to be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. But we can quote that so many times and forget just what that crowd heard when Peter said that. Peter, is there any hope for us and this for this awful crime that we have done? Absolutely, there is hope. You need to you need to be baptized on the authority, and you need to trust in the power of the one that you rejected. Of course, we know that repentance is this change of heart, uh, and, and repentance is showed in a change of life. Uh, repentance is. You know, literally that, that 180 degree turn, going in the opposite direction. Uh, moving from uh, the love and practice of sin to the love and service of God. And we know baptism is uh, immersion. And that is, you know, the, the way that we, we join uh, in the death of Jesus. Um, you know, and our, our changed behavior doesn't necessarily undo the harm already done. And our baptism doesn't literally wash away uh, the guilt or consequences of our sins and of our choices. Um, but it's the forgiveness. Uh, you know, we, we may still have the guilt. We may still have the shame. But the forgiveness comes through the shed blood of Christ. Uh, repentance and baptism, that, that confesses our trust in and willingness to take the salvation as God's free gift from Jesus. And then Peter points out that you know, coming to Christ by this faith process, uh, you not only receive the forgiveness of sins, but you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, and, and we could spend a whole lot of time in a podcast, well, you know, asking exactly what that means. Um, but we just need to know that uh, for for today's purposes, uh, that gives us power. That gives us the ability to carry on um, living our life following God and trying to uh, exhibit Christ-like traits of love, joy, and peace, you know, and, and the like. And then he, he ends this little section here, or Luke finishes, finishes out by saying uh, that uh, on that day, an incredible 3,000 Jewish souls took that bold step of acknowledging Jesus, the one that they rejected and crucified. But, but today they acknowledged them as their Messiah, 
that confess him to be divine and appeal to him for the forgiveness of their sins. And in that infant church that went from 120 you know, charter members, if you want to call that, grew to over 3,000 baptized believers. I think it's important not to miss the grace and love that's in this sermon that Peter preaches. We don't, yes, there is conviction, and yes, there is tough love, and yes, there is truth. But for him to lay this all out and say, this is everything you've done. Look at the terrible choices you've made. Look at what you have done. And when they say, is there any hope for us? Absolutely. You're going to find it through the one that you did that all to. That's how much you're loved. That's how much you are cherished. That's the reason why he came and died for you in the first place. And we can't forget, and I know it sounds simple to say, but really it is easy to forget the grace of God. And how much we are loved. I don't. If you're anything like me, you struggle with shame and guilt. You struggle with feeling like what you do is, is who you are. But we cannot forget that, that Christ came for us and died for us. So that we'd have hope. That we'd have forgiveness. And that our sins is not who we are. It's just the foolish mistakes that we, we make. It's the things that we do. Just like Paul says, sometimes we do the things we don't want to do and we don't do the things we want to do. But that doesn't, that doesn't make us unloved or uncherished or even unforgivable. May we never forget uh, the grace of God and the love that is showed through us. May we never forget that no matter what choices we have made in our lives, no matter what choices we make today, that there is always, there is always a God who is willing to accept us, love us, and forgive us, and not let us live in shame and guilt. Thank you for listening, not just today, but each time you listen to The Illuminated Word. Our hope is that this podcast encourages you each time. Maybe you learned something new you didn't know before, but that it would encourage you to continue living your faith as you move uh, throughout your day. And of course, our prayer is also that you would see opportunities that God has opened for you each day to be a blessing to those around you in some form or fashion. And until next time you listen to the Illuminated Word, have a blessed day.